0: Hey everyone, this is Jake Walker and it's my complete joy to welcome you to Living for the Day, a podcast that exists to encourage and equip people to live in light of the day of Jesus' return. I really believe that Jesus is literally coming back just like he left on that day with his disciples and went up into the air. He's coming back. And I am so excited for the day of Jesus' return, and I want to be a part of helping other people and, you know, equipping myself to live ready for that day. And so we're talking about different themes, different topics that strengthen us and equip us to live in light of the day of Jesus' return. And today we're talking about confession, and I just want to encourage you to stick with me and uh, don't, don't be afraid. Uh, God is good, God's with us, and he, he, He loves to liberate us and to free us, and one of the things that He calls us to do is to confess our sins to one another. It's been such a powerful thing in my life, and so I just pray that you'll feel encouraged and equipped and built up in your faith at the end of this time. So let's jump right into the episode. Thanks so much again for being with me. I'll do my best to make this worth your time. Have you ever done something that felt super scary to you, but after you did it, oh gosh, it was so worth it. I think of some of the times that I've kind of, you know, gone past my comfort zone and shared my faith with someone. And sometimes it's felt scary but after I do it, I just feel this sense of, yes, I was a part of planting a seed and Lord willing, moving someone towards faith in Jesus. And it just, it felt so good, right? I think of, you know, jumping off a cliff into water and, you know, I've jumped off some high cliffs into water in my life and it's scary, but once you do it, you're like, yeah, that was epic. That was amazing. And, you know, I think that, confession of our sins is one of those things that, gosh, it can feel super scary. But when we do it, gosh, is it worth it? And gosh, do we experience it as such an incredible gift from God. You see, family, friends, we as human beings, we sin. (laughs) We are sinners. We rebel against God. We worship things besides the one true creator, God, and that's sin. And it leads to death And James, you know, 516, it says that we stumble in many ways. And so we just got to admit it, that we are in desperate need of God's grace. We're in desperate need to be forgiven. Uh, And when we admit that, it helps so much. And one of the gifts, one of the graces, and one of actually the commands as well we see from a good and loving God is to confess our sins and I believe that when we do that, we experience such a grace and such a freedom. I just, you know, I'll tell a little bit of my story with this soon, but I have not experienced many things in my life that are so powerful to alter the trajectory of my life than confession of sin. It is such a restart. It's such a way to put something, um, you know, that's, that is hindering and tripping up behind you. It's so uh, a way to be like this sin, this thing that I'm, you know, battling, this is not who I am. It's such a way to rebuke the lies of the enemy and to walk in the freedom and the destiny that God has for us. It's experientially powerful. And uh, the main point for today is just this. Confession is a command and gift that liberates us to run the race of faith unhindered. Confession is a command and gift that liberates us to run the race of faith unhindered. Confession helps us to live for the day so that we're not tripped up and hiding and bound by sins that inevitably come up, but we're able to run toward that day unhindered by, you know, these sins that that come up. I'm so thankful for confession. just want to read a couple passages and then briefly tell some of my story. But James 5.16 says, Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. I just think it's so interesting that that James says, Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. There's this connection between, you know, um, a, this healing and are confessing. And I've so experienced that. I'm not talking necessarily just about physical healing here, but, uh, but about, you know, spiritual healing and walking in freedom. When I confess my sins, there's this healing that takes place. There's this new start. There's this, um, walking in freedom that takes place. Wow. What a, what a remarkable passage! Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other, so that we may be so that we may be healed. What a powerful truth! And gosh, we need healing, don't we? We need a release from bondage, don't we? What a gift! Um, what a tool! Um, what a command from the Lord uh, that who so wants our freedom. I think of First John, and I'm going to start First John one eight, and I'm gonna read through about. Uh, verse two. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. Don't want that. My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. But if anybody does sin, we have an advocate with the father Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins. And not only for our sins, but also for the sins of the whole world. Sometimes I think we can make light of our sins. uh, And that's a big problem because sin is not no big deal to a holy and righteous God. But our God's so gracious, right? And he loved us so much that he sent his son to be an atoning sacrifice for our sins. And I'm just so thankful that our God did that. You know, he didn't have to. I just had this moment in a quiet time the other day where I just, you know, sometimes we 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 know, you know, that we should be thankful. And we are, we can be, we can choose to be thankful as an act of the will, but sometimes we feel it. (laughs) And I just had a moment in a quiet time where I just felt so thankful to God. I was so thankful that he saved me. I was so thankful that, you know, he, he chose me to know him and to love him and to be forgiven by him and, and be on mission. I'm so thankful that God, uh, has provided a way for us to be forgiven. And he's also provided a way for us to not walk in shame and in guilt, but to know that there's no condemnation for us. And then those sins, they don't define us or, or they don't have to have all this power over us. And one of the great gifts God's given us in this, one of the great weapons he's given us is confession. I think of Hebrews twelve one through three, when it just says, I, I probably quote this every single, but good. I think we should all memorize it, right? When it just says, therefore, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. and Let us run with perseverance, the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of God. Consider him who endured such hardship from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Obviously, there are things that hinder us, that can, that can tie us up, and God wants us to run unencumbered. He wants us to run unhindered, right? And one of the great gifts is confession. So there was a time in my life when, unfortunately, I was lying to my parents about some things and walking in some sin, but I'm so thankful one of the gifts God has given me in my life has been just great mentors and leaders to look up to and I had a mentor and leader in my life who was really intentional with me and who really cared about me and loved me enough to challenge me somehow he found out about the you know the sin that I was walking in and he said to me Jake I think it would be better for your parents to find out from your lips than from someone else's lips. And, you know, it was kind of like, oh man, you're totally right. But I didn't really want to tell them, but by God's grace, and I just decided, you know what? All right, here I go. And so I confessed, you know, what I was doing. And I remember that this was just such a powerful moment in my life First of all, my parents were so amazing and met me with the grace of God. They didn't say, oh, it's no big deal, you know, keep living your life of sin. But they met me with the grace of God, and I experienced his forgiveness through my parents. I'm so thankful for them. And that's a tip I have for you in confession is I would encourage you, if possible, to have it be someone that, you really don't want to have to tell them that you sinned. Like, you you know that they won't say, oh, that it's no big deal, but that also that they know the grace of God and that they will be able to extend the grace of God. So find someone who it'll actually cost you something to confess, but they also will be able to meet you with the grace of God, who love God, know him, know his grace, know his holiness, and can encourage you. But back to this confession moment for me. It was so powerful. And I remember saying this in my heart to the Lord, that as I confessed my sin, as as I decided to take my relationship with my parents seriously and my honesty with them seriously, so was I going to take my relationship and my honesty um, with the Lord seriously. It was like this massive... Change this this big game changer. I'm not gonna just, you know, hide sin under the carpet, and it. I felt like it just launched me into this. You know, I want to be a man of honesty. I want to be a man of integrity. I want to be a man of character. I don't want sin to, you know, rule my life and hide my. uh, You know, uh, hold me down, and that actually launched me into. Um, just a season of of confessing sin and just saying, I don't want to be held back by this anymore. And that was just such a powerful season in my life where I felt like I was marked with a desire to be a man of integrity. Marked as a man who wanted to be a man of character and who wanted to live my life with Jesus Um, above reproach and it was just such a powerful thing in my life and so I've continued to this day to have core safe people in my life that I confess to when I when I fail and when I fall and it has continued to be every time it's like an identity marker you know it's like every time I I do it even though it's hard and You know, it can be embarrassing. It's just such a gift because it's like that sin and that choice to rebel against God, that's not who I am. I am God's son who loves God and who believes that there is nothing more valuable than a relationship with the one true God, with Jesus Christ, his son. And so I, I just want to tell you as a testimony, um, from someone who's a great sinner (laughs) and who's failed so many times, but who's found such great redemption in, um, saying, but that's not who I am and confessing sin and having just this fresh start, this, this fresh birth has been such a, such a gift. And, you know, I don't believe it's confession that, you know, makes us forgiven, Um, ultimately confessing our sins to the Lord and repenting of our sin and asking for His forgiveness and believing on Him to be our atoning sacrifice. That's what saves us. But I really believe that confession is a way for us to, in our sanctification, walk in that experiential forgiveness and freedom, which is such a gift. So, yeah, my friends, confession, what a gift. I just want to encourage you, uh, with this call to action. Can you consider if there is a sin that you're entangled in that you need to confess to someone? Would you consider, is there a sin that's entangling you, that's encumbering you, that you need to confess that you need to get out of your head. You need to not fight the battle alone. I really like the quote that just says what grows in the dark dies in the light. What grows in the dark dies in the light. Sometimes these sins when we hide them, you know, they they grow and they get more power over us, but when we confess them, we bring them into the light. Man, they just die. They they get weaker. And so, yeah, I just want to encourage you. Confession is so powerful. It's such a gift. It's uh, obviously we saw in that James passage. It's it's a command too. It's like, do this, you know, confess your sins to each other and pray for one another so that you may be healed. So uh, let's be obedient and let's confess our sins and let's see the freedom that comes um, through that obedience, through that confession. So, I just want to say a quick prayer um, for courage uh, to confess, and then uh, we'll go into our nugget for the day. Lord, I just thank you for your warrior heart for our freedom and just how much you love us, God. I thank you for the gift of confession. And Lord, I just pray for the person listening to this podcast, God, I pray for um, courage for them. And I pray for the Holy Spirit to help them to confess their sin, that they um, might run unencumbered uh, toward the day of your return. Yeah, Lord, I just, I really pray for that. I really pray that maybe for someone listening to this, it's it's time. It's time to get free. And one of the key steps is to admit that you need some help. And so God, I just pray for courage and for strength. And um, just so thankful for you, Lord. So thankful for the way you love us. Lord, you don't, um, you know, have us confess to shame us, Lord, but to free us. And I'm so thankful for that. So would you bless the person listening to this podcast? Would you encourage them? Would you strengthen them? Would you equip them to live for the day in Jesus name? So good. Well, um, the nugget for today—we uh, always do a little little nugget about heaven in these episodes about living for the day. And today's is just this simple thought: our existence in heaven in the eternal state won't be marred by old memories of the old earth. Our existence in heaven won't be marred by old memories of the old earth i love isaiah 65 um, 17 that kind of gives a hint at this it says behold i will create a new heavens and new earth the former things will not be remembered nor will they come to mind and you know we know from revelation that there's there's no suffering or pain or crying or tears and except for i think there'll be plenty of joyful tears (laughs) But I think it's powerful to know that, you know, some of the, the sins and the failures of this life aren't going to hold, you know, veto power uh, over our joy and our celebration in heaven. So I think that's good news that our existence in heaven will not be marred by old memories of the old earth, but God will fully redeem and Our joy will be so complete in Him. Come on, that's good news. Well, hey, I hope you're encouraged. I hope you're equipped. And let's do this. Let's live unhindered, my friends. Let's run this race. I think of Philippians 2 right now. It's just on my mind this morning when Paul says, "Or sorry, it's Philippians 1 at the end. We are in this struggle together. You've seen my struggle in the past and you know that I'm still in the midst of it. Hey, if you're in Christ, We're in this this race together, and sometimes it's a struggle, Um, but what a gift that we get to run it together. And uh, I just pray that you'll be encouraged to confess your sin and to run unencumbered uh, toward that day. We'll see Him face to face. Uh, Thankful for you, and uh, see you at the next episode.